Welcome to the TurfNet Renovation Report, brought to you by Golf Preservations, the Andersons, and Capillary Bunkers. I'm Anthony Piappi, your host. Joining me is Alex Besson, Crone Golf Course Superintendent at Blue Mound Golf and Country Club in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Welcome to the show, Alex. Thanks, Anthony. Glad to be here. How are things today in your world, in your turf world? Things are good. Things are good. We've been going through a hot stretch, which is actually kind of nice to see. It's been a wet and cold spring, so... Um, course is drying down and playing how we wanted to. So just finished a greens and grounds committee meeting, so a lot of talking this morning. And how did that go? Are they okay with you? Yeah, no. Everything is when the course is good, things are good. And and they're they're a good bunch, so it's uh they usually go pretty well. But um yeah, so excited to be on here with you. <laughs> now now you're a local guy, right? Somewhat local, yeah. I grew up in Madison, um, went to school in Madison, and uh, then I, at see, 21, moved, took some time off from school, and ended up at Aaron Hill. So I was in kind of the, in between Hartford and Oconomowoc, which is 40 minutes west of here for almost a decade and four years ago, and um, got the job at Blue Mountain. We moved. Now I'm real local. I'm, I'm actually at, sitting at home. I'm like, you know, there's going to be too much disruption in the office and um, so I'm four minutes away from the club uh, just down the road where we live with my wife and three three daughters and what I want to talk to you about is you know when we think of when people say restoration or renovations they always think of you know let's do the bunkers over new irrigation system maybe rebuild some greens but you guys are you're working with the architect Bruce Heppner but you're doing things incrementally and slowly and it's going to take some time and, and it's showing it's showing results already from when I was there a few years ago and to when I was there last year. T- tell me tell me the process that you guys are doing and, and what kind of your directive was when you arrived at the course four years ago. Sure, yeah. I mean, when I so when I applied and got the job, um, you know, I myself, we have, I have a, we have a fantastic team, but myself and Dan Botter, our senior assistant, kind of went through all of Bruce's notes um, over the years, kind of seeing a, just kind of how things were done, things were done incrementally. And then when we, we had a few projects slated, we had a, there was a tree that was covering half of 18 green, not half, but at least a third of the green on the left portion of a fantastic, you know, the left spine on 18. If you've been to blue mound, you really couldn't put a pin on the left because there was a, a large ash tree that hadn't been hit with borer yet. So it was still standing. So that was due to come down. You know, we we're due to do a, we're going to do a bunker um, in its place, original bunker. And so part of it was just trying to figure out just how, how, how the projects went. Cause it was a few bunkers. There was, I think 17 bunkers that uh, were slated to be restored. And uh, this was the first. And so to answer your question, every year they were kind of Bruce would make a visit, maybe every other year he'd make a visit. And when I got there, the leadership, um, you know, from the club president, greens chair, executive committee, you know, really kind of wanted to start putting the pedal to the metal and, and get these things done. So we started with that first bunker. Um, and on his site visit, he kind of goes over mowing lines, um, you know, future tree removals we've taken down um, dan has a better count but since dan dan's been there a year uh, longer than i have i think we're at over 800 trees removed in-house um, completely so um that was a big thing just trying to clear out some views which we've done I mean, it's, it's, 
this past year now that there's 700 trees down the, the last hundred we took down the big silver maples it's really opened up the golf course but uh, now we're looking at we're 20 years into the heavy lifting was done by previous superintendents removing you know large groves of spruce trees and and the complete pushing greens out to their original size and shape um but we still have a few greens to push out some fairway lines and then we're going to do kind of an overhaul on on bunkers i think coming up in the next few years so they'll be out for two or three days at the end of july and bruce has just been fantastic to work with i mean i've seen pictures of what the course looked like in the mid to late 90s and the transformation is um credit that to him and the previous teams that have been at bluma well I, what's interesting to me about your properties you have a lot of trees that are on that golf course still that are going to stay there because you have so much room on the outside of your golf course like you don't go to the your holes don't go to the property lines in a lot of areas and i think it's really interesting that this you have a lot of older growth good trees but the ones on the inside just they they shouldn't have been there yeah it was like every other golf course it was over planted there's a tree planting map um Carl Grossel was the longtime superintendent. He did an inventory. There was like 4,500 trees on that property in the 80s. Um, so I know Barry Linhart's been there for almost 30 years. He's our director of golf. He said one winter they took down like 1,800 trees. I mean, they must have had a logging company in because I don't think you're doing that in-house. But yeah, a lot of ash. I mean, there's just a lot of fast growing fast dying trees not so much ash now obviously with borer but silver maples we you know it's been so nice we cleared out 95 percent of the silver maples this past year and big silver maples so um that's eased maintenance a lot and the other big thing was just we got back into just kind of the core principles of agronomy you know um we've really made done a number on thatch we were pretty high i mean we we're in the 10 percent range we almost cut that in half in, in four years. So fairways and then approaches we've just hammered. I mean, there was, my big thing was going, you know, playing Blue Mountain and always loving Blue Mountain from the time I was 18. I was originally going to go to school for landscape architecture and golf course design. And so I've been a fan of Blue Mountain for a few decades. And I just wanted to see balls bounce, bounce into greens, you know, have, have approaches and, and greens be firm, um, more so firm than fast. And we've really, I've been really proud of the work our team's done to achieve that. And this is a, this is a philosophical change, right? From the top, this is something that the people, your, your bosses are telling you that they, they wanted the golf course to become firm and fast and, and, and play that way. Absolutely. I mean, they're okay with seeing things off color. And we hosted the state open in 2020, you know, and it's, you know, it was cool to see that was kind of the first test where we really pushed, you know, let's just shut off water completely. I mean, I was a little concerned early on. We did try to shut off water and just because of the organic matter and batch and rooting being what it was, um, we paid for that. I mean, they're okay with that grass. I remember apologizing to, you know, uh, our club president, when I first got hired on, Mr. Weichel, I was like, you know, I'm really sorry about, and plus we, we, we like playing around with regulators too. So, you know, one of the, it's just, we, we tried it down and, you know, it's over-regulated. Nine is just orange. Like the approach is just, I mean, it, it looks, it's not looking so hot. It's like, Hey, you're going to, you know, 
trying to achieve what you're trying to achieve, you're going to lose grass. Like, you know, the great courses do that, that these guys play all over the great courses that happens too. You know, you go to wherever, another rain, of course, Chicago golf club, shore acres, you're going to see stuff that looks funky and off color and they're okay with it. Now. They like that. They're like, Oh, fairway's got a good, you know, they're silvery. And so it, it's cool that everyone now, if they're not firm though, you know, it's, it's, not always easy just shutting off the water but and keeping stuff alive but it's fun i mean we we have a great team you know steve i've said dan but steve and matt came from he's he's worked at shore acres or other assistant steve i mean you know they're out with hoses right now just keeping stuff alive for we got ladies district they're gonna struggle today it's, it's firm out there did you get any pushback or did the club get any pushback from a sizable part of the membership with tree removal or did they or were they buying into that I think largely the entire membership. I mean, there's a, I get a few comments. I mean, I've had a few comments where they preferred the trees. Um, you know, we were bordered by, I mean, originally in the, you know, 24, when they broke ground on Blue Moon, 1924, it was just farm fields. Um, now we're bordered by one of the busiest, I mean, probably the largest mall in the state, Mayfair Mall on one side. We have um, Highway 100 is one of the busiest streets in Wisconsin and yeah, we're bordered on basically all sides. So, um, yeah, we, we've kept, we kept nine silver maples because they blocked a good portion of the perimeter. And we've just this year, we focused on planning the perimeter. We just to screen, but I mean, you're still going to, you're on two T you're on three. It's kind of the charm too. I think you're, it's a nice, um, escape from the city. Yeah, no, and I, I, I absolutely, I think that, that that's what just amazes me when you stand on your fairways and you look over at your property border and you realize how far away you are and then you realize what's on the other side. Like you said, it's a mall and a busy street. When you look at the aerial, it seems like you're just kind of jammed in and almost like you're an, an inner city course. But when you play the place, you don't have that feel. No, no, you don't. You forget that you're... You know, if you wanted to, you could literally walk across the street and get a Starbucks or, you know, go to Macy's and, you know, it's, it, it doesn't feel with the exception of two and three, it might, you might hear a siren, but, um, it, it's a special, special club for sure. And part of the process with this also is that the, the club allowed, gave you more manpower, correct? When you came in? Absolutely. I mean, the club has been just simply amazing to work with the membership, um, the leadership. You know, when I first started and just kind of went through the budget, I'm, I'm less, I, I put less words on paper and emails now, but I mean, the met with the club president and our greens chair at the time with on my third day and I'd like a seven day to get it wrong. It's, it's, it's between 13 and 17 pages, single space or, size 11 font just like manifesto of like what we can do what we need and uh i really didn't have an idea i had a, a rough budget number you know i hadn't seen the shop um i walked you know the course for a few hours before my interview and had you know hadn't met the staff didn't know what equipment there was and uh just to accomplish the goals that not just myself i mean dan um, our senior assistant who could be a super, you know, anyways, he's incredibly bright and, uh, good at his, his craft. But, you know, we, we talked for an hour and a half and we, a lot of our goals align. So it's been really awesome to kind of work hand in hand 
you know, to improve the agronomics and kind of get it. He's a, he's also, I'm a, you know, I played competitive golf growing up. He's a three or four as well, handicap wise. So, you know, when we see balls not doing what we want them to do or what we think Rainer would have wanted them to do, you know, we can make adjustments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they were supportive, like you said, but, and it had to be refreshing for you to, or a pleasant surprise to walk in and find that your longtime first assistant or your first assistant is, is going to be on board with everything that you do. There's not going to be this internal struggle. No, and it, it, not at all. I mean, he's one of my best friends. Um, if you look at, so I put together this pretty in-depth. I mean, I, I reached out. My, my former boss, Zach Reineking, I did it in like, it was like two all-nighters. I made a website. I put together like a 50-page portfolio um, or like a plan for Blue Moon because I played it a number of times. It was every year working at Aaron Hills. It was always like, hey, you know, I'd say to my wife, you know, sometimes I'd say, hey, I got an invite to go play a neighboring club. And if I, she'd be like, you know, it'd be nice if you could get home. We haven't seen you in a week, whatever. But if it was Blue Moon, she was always like, Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I played Blue Mountain a bunch. So I had some, you know, thoughts going into it. Um, and Dan and I, our like plan for Blue Mountain was almost eerily identical. And he had worked there for a year. I mean, and it wasn't, you know, the former superintendent, you know, it was just, we got the resources, um, you know, and that, and especially now, you know, we got the equipment, we got the manpower and, uh, it's paying dividends. Right. Because, I mean, he did, like, you know, we also didn't have to deal with all, there was just groves of spruce trees, you know, shading out greens. And, I mean, there, you know, a ton of work has been done through the committees dating back to mid-late 90s. It's been, not to say that it, that wasn't the intention that they didn't want a firm, fast golf course. There was just a lot to get done. And, uh, you know, we've really gotten support in the last few years, so. It's been a, uh, it's been fun. And besides shutting off the water, what else are you doing to? What else have you done to firm up the golf course? You know, we core, we core airify. The big thing is just communicating too. Like, hey, we need the golf course. Give us, you know, we'll work a long day. Give us a day or two, and we can get this done, and it'll pay off. We core, we verticut. Sometimes you might have one implement, you might have one airifier. Well, we need two. Now we have two. So we've gotten some of those things. Um, you know, we hardly put down any nitrogen in the past few years and still are pretty green. And I mean, I've learned a lot too, that becoming a superintendent forces you to, to use your network and the superintendents in the state and the area, you know, Scott, I mentioned before, uh, I think I did Scott Bordner. I leaned on, he was the super at Chicago now out at union league. Um, Leaned on him and Craig. I used Craig Smith, who's now at Chicago. Guys like Brian Trusensky, who was at Shore Acres when I started. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. I, I still learn stuff. So and um, like being wrong. That's kind of a rare personality. <laughs> My wife's like, "You're weird." And like, you seem to find enjoyment from being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Introducing Genesis RX, a line of comprehensive fertility and soil amendment solutions specifically designed for airification, construction, renovation, sodding, sprigging, and seeding. 
These blends represent the most comprehensive fertilizers the Andersons have ever produced, offering single product solutions designed to simplify fertility and save time in application. To learn more, visit andersonsplantnutrient.com slash turf. From fairway and greens drainage to full-scale renovation work, Golf Preservations can handle your project with ease and give you the peace of mind of knowing that professionals are caring for your valuable golf course assets. Since 2005, Golf Preservations has meticulously installed over 500 miles of drainage pipe on more than 300 golf courses nationwide, always keeping disruption of play to a minimum. Visit GolfPreservations.com or call 606-499-2732 to speak with us about your next drainage or renovation project. The capillary bunker system keeps bunker moisture at optimal levels to eliminate washouts, soil contamination, plugged ball lies, and other bunker maintenance and playability problems. The patented capillary bunker system not only rapidly drains rain from storms, but also moves moisture back up to the bunker sand through capillary action as needed during drier weather. Capillary bunkers last longer, average a three-year payback, and provide better, more consistent player experiences all with a 10-year performance guarantee. For more information, visit capillarybunkers.com. Okay, we're back on the TurfNet Renovation Report with Alex Besson-Crone, golf course superintendent at Blue Mountain Golf and Country Club in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, which is just outside of Milwaukee. Um, and you and I talked about this before we get going, but this was act- this is actually your dream job, isn't it? I mean, if you wanted always to be at Blue Mountain. I did. I didn't know if it ever happened, but uh, yeah, even and my wife can vouch for this. I mean, we met in 2013 on our third date. We went to a, she's like, you know, there's this great uh, sushi spot in this strip mall over on Mayfair Road. And, uh, you know, knowing the whole time I'm, we're bordering, I mean, across the street, across Mayfair is the second tee. I was like, you want to see my dream job? And she's like, aren't, aren't you at your dream job? And like, I mean, I'm the assistant at Aaron Hills, which I love and help throw in. And But no, I mean, if I could be a superintendent, it would be at that street. She's like, oh, I didn't even know that was nice. So, you know, I take her down the entrance road. And after she hears 20 minutes of me talking about Rainer and, you know, the second green and the eighth green and, you know, the names, the template names, you know, she's like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so it, the job opens up late 2018. I hear from a member, he calls me and said, you know, I, I know that our superintendent um, is, you know, he, he decided to take a di- different job and uh, another great, great club in the area, Donald Ross course with Conwalk. And um, yeah, it's open. It's opening. It wasn't posted yet. And that was when I, you know, pulled a few all nighters and got all my ducks in a row and threw it all at him, slamming the table in a, the interview. I mean, I got, I'm an animated person, and yeah, I was just like, I remember walking out of the first interview, going, "Well, you know, I think they either liked my enthusiasm or they were probably pretty put off." Um, yeah, just super grateful to be at Blue Mountain. It was it was the career job for me, and still pinch myself that. And and going forward now, I mean, you're gonna the idea is you'll be there until you retire. You're gonna get this course 
you know, right where you want it. What's over the next few years, agronomically and architecturally, what's the plan, say, for the next five years? Without knowing exactly what Bruce's plan is, Bruce Hebner's plan, he's going to come out for two or three days. We're going to put together kind of that next five-year plan. We have a few documents that show where we can push things out to further. And you have that copy from you have that copy from the from the publication, uh, the the member publication from the twenties of the original Rainer drawing as well. So you have you guys have these drawings to work off of. Yeah, and I think that's it. We're just you know lay it all on the table um, and get an updated renovation master plan. But I'm really just excited to to have them come out and kind of get that plan because it's going to be yeah like I said mullines bunkers um, probably some greens expansions. And I do, I do want to talk about just for a second to talk about those the drawings that you have because you're in a unique situation. Writing this book on Rainer, I go, I go out to your course in May of 2021. I'm told there's nothing, in quotes, there's nothing uh, in the archives, and I'm digging through one box of stuff, and the first thing I find is the the club publication that has the actual Rainer drawing as part of it, and then in a folder that for no other reason it just had photos, color photos of golf tournaments had what turned out to be hole by hole Charles Banks drawings and it turns out that Charles Banks was brought back was brought to your club a year after Rainer died to bunker the fairways because they weren't put in it seemed that they were ignoring the Rainer drawing that they had but this is I think you know when you and I have talked about this and I've talked about this with a lot of superintendents who are the historians at their golf courses that you can never believe the story that again in quotes that there's nothing in the archives or nothing in the basement or the attic because when you know, in a four-hour search, I came across the only known set of hole-by-hole plans that Rainer McDonald or, or Banks ever did, and it kind of gives you an idea. And plus, the Rainer drawing gives you an idea of what your membership was thinking about in 1924 when Rainer was first there, and 1927 when Banks was there, and what's on the ground now. It really kind of, you know, whether you guys go forward with that or not it doesn't really matter. But I think for people who are in charge of the history of their clubs or the point man for the history of their clubs. You just got to do the work on your own and not believe these stories that there's, you know, there's nothing lying around because that was an absolute goldmine for you guys. Absolute goldmine. We haven't chilled. For me as well. When, you know, I looked down at it and I didn't realize what it was. And this was before you got there, but I ended up emailing Brett Lawrence, who's one of the guys that I researched with. And I'm like, I have these, I need to send you these right now. And we started looking at different drawings and we've, Banks has a very distinctive way he puts the flags on greens. And it matched up to some magazine drawings that he had done. And it was just amazing to be... Jerry Rossi didn't know what to do. You know, I'm like, dude, you gotta, we got to hide these. Not hide them. I mean, we have to protect these things. Like, scan them now and get these into a safe deposit box. Because you're looking at, you know, a unique set of drawings. Yeah, they're spectacular. I know the club, they should be framed and up on the walls here shortly. That was an unbelievable find. End of the end of July, we'll we'll have those or at least blown up copies of them out on the table, looking at them with uh, Bruce Hepner. It's kind of spectacular too, like you know. And I really credit to Bruce for you know he didn't have and he just had the thirty seven, so he's kind of using what he knows about Rainer, the work that's that's already been done. But it'll be cool to see now that the trees are gone and kind of see his creativity and where we're going to go next. And you guys, and it's interesting because for me, from my perspective is, because you have two drawings to work off of. You can go back to the Rainer one, or you can do the Banks drawings. I mean, you have, 
I'm not saying I don't think either is right or either is wrong or whatever, but it's pretty amazing. He has, yeah, he has options. From my perspective too, when I first was in touch with your club, say ten years ago, they didn't even seem to really care about who their architect was, and now they've a good portion of your club has, you know, from your general manager on down, has embraced your heritage. You know, and so I think that adds to the fact that they're going to let to the point of taking down trees and firming up fairways is you now have people that understand and respect what you were in the beginning. I totally agree. I think it's, I mean, it's almost 100% of the membership just is really proud of, of their, the Rainer pedigree or heritage, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they play, they also, they're pretty well traveled too. So a lot of them will say, oh, I was playing game and tall or, you know, we did tra- the Charleston trip or I'm, playing Camargo next weekend or down in Chicago. And so it's cool to kind of compare notes. And I've been fortunate enough to play, I think, eight Rainers. It is cool. It's cool to see how well Blue Moon holds up to some of the most highly regarded ranked courses. Our greens are, I just walked the course with uh, Rand Morris at Wednesday evening. And he was, you know, he's like, wow, they just don't make greens like this anymore. You know, we're standing on 10 green and, Ten Green's one of the. I've never seen a green like Ten Green. I don't think many have. I don't know if Rainer ever really did. And our Rainer's prize is the template there, but it, the green is just spectacular. I think one of the reasons that your course doesn't get much attention is where you are. I mean, people aren't going to Milwaukee to go. You know, if you fly into Chicago, you can go see Shore Acres and you can go see um, Chicago Golf Club. If you fly into Charleston, you have you know, Country Club of Charleston, and you have Yamens. It's that kind of thing with you. I mean, you're one of the only maybe five course of his designs that have all 18 original greens, and there's some stuff out there that's just absolutely amazing. And 10 years ago, the membership didn't care, and now the membership absolutely gets it. This is one of the last 10 courses that, that you know, he, he was on site at your place two months before he died, and you opened that, that spring or that summer, so he saw the completed version of that golf course. I mean, he gave it his seal of approval. And when people go there, you know, they're just blown away, as was I when I first went there. You're just blown away by what you see. I think just now they, everyone knows how special their golf course is. I love Blue Mountain, but I think they love it just as much. Well, I appreciate your time today. <laughs> that concludes today's episode with my guest, Alex Besson-Crone, golf course superintendent at Blue Mountain Golf and Country Club in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. You have been listening to the Renovation Report on TurfNet Radio.